You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Welcome to Beyond the Headlines. My name is Joyce Jurega, and I'm the editor of the Chicago Catholic, and this is where we take a closer look at the people who are making the news that we're covering in the newspaper for the Archdiocese of Chicago. Today is my guest. I have Loretta Freilich. She's a, she's got a bunch of titles. Um, she's involved with the Catholic Charismatic Renewal for the in the Archdiocese of Chicago, so I thought it'd be a good time to talk about what the renewal is, what lay ecclesial movements are, and um, it's all kind of, you know, and then also the movement of the Holy Spirit. So welcome, Loretta. Thanks for being here today. Thank you. Thank you, Joyce. Thank you for having me. It's my privilege to be on your program. So tell us um, what the Charismatic Renewal is, for those who might not know. um, The Charismatic Renewal had its beginnings at Pentecost. And that was when a bunch of men and women, uh, our apostles and Blessed Mother, the women in the room, they were, they had known Jesus. They had walked with Jesus. They had seen Jesus suffer the cruelest of all deaths. And what ended up happening was they were, the Lord came to life. He, he was resurrected. Everything he said was going to happen, they now were with him yet again. But this time he told them, I got to go. I got to go back to the Father, but don't worry. I'm going to send you an advocate. So get back in that upper room, and I want you to wait until the Holy Spirit falls on you. So what happened was they were all locked in the room because they were terrified. I mean, I'm talking like hiding under the bed terrified. The same people that came for Jesus might be coming for them. And Jesus did not die a really good death. You know, in um, Roman times, a public execution like Jesus suffered, it was more of a deterrent to other radicals that may rise up um, than it was punishment for anything he might have done. And so they were super afraid. And then the day of Pentecost came and you know, the, the things we, we associate with Holy Spirit, you know, the rushing wind, the uh, tongues of fire, um, they all rested on them. And, and in the end, and then they were like ready to go out and face the world and tell everyone about Jesus. And what happened was all of the apostles, they all died a very uh, a martyr's death, with the exception of John, who may think his exile in Patmos was somewhat of a martyrdom, but um, but they all died a martyr's death. They were willing to die for what they knew and loved about our Jesus. And so that's the beginning of the Holy Spirit. And um, the Holy Spirit in contemporary times, uh, there's a nun. I don't know if, if you're familiar with Blessed Elena Guerra. I don't think she so, She was no. from... Yeah. Okay, she was from a small town in Italy, Lucia. John the 23rd knew her. 
or of her. I shouldn't say he knew her. He knew of her. But blessed Elena Guerrera just got this in her idea that in her mind, we need to pour down the Holy Spirit, beg for the Holy Spirit, plead for the Holy Spirit to come down on the earth. And so she started writing to the Pope. And I think it was it was uh, Pope Leo. And she started writing him. And she wrote him nine different letters in which she said, we need to invoke the Holy Spirit on our church in our times. And so Pope Leo wrote an encyclical and encouraged everyone to start praying for the Holy Spirit. Um, the irony of the Holy Spirit is he did not fall on the Catholic Church right away. He fell on a place in California called Azusa Street. And this was a non-denominational church with black and white members. So that was pretty radical in the early 1900s. And uh, the stories from Azusa Street and the miracles are simply amazing. But my favorite one is people saw Azusa Street from afar and they saw the building on fire. And so they called the fire department and the <laughs> fire department gets there and there's, there's no fire to put out. And so really it was a fire of the Holy Spirit. And in our day and time, uh, 50 years ago at Duquesne University in Pittsburgh, and you, you're familiar with Duquesne and with Pittsburgh, a group of Catholics um, were Catholic students, wanted to know more about their faith. And so they were asked to read a book by their mentor, The Cross and the Switchblade, which was David Wilkerson's experience with the gangs in New York City um, and how imploring the Holy Spirit to ease the tension and also to recreate these people um, was one of the reading materials. They went on this Duquesne weekend and at a place called the a retreat house called the Ark and the Dove. Uh, the Holy Spirit, they were all on their way downstairs to uh, celebrate someone's birthday. And the chapel was there on the second floor. And as they all passed the chapel, they were just compelled to go in. And they were on their knees before the Blessed Sacrament it was there. Holy Spirit came down on them. And interestingly enough, these men and women, David Mangdon, Patty Mansfield, they were students. Their lives took them to different parts of the United States, and the Catholic charismatic renewal was set on fire. That's I didn't know that whole history. I mean, I know the the bit about Duquesne, but I didn't um, realize the, about the religious sister and. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And then we have different here in the archdiocese. There's um, members of the Filipino community who are part of the renewal. There's. Uh, members right. of you know Spanish speaking, but there's also the the overarching English English ones. Right. But it's all the same, right? Right. It is all the same because it's the same Holy Spirit who's new every morning, and so we have um, different expressions of it in the various communities. The, the people from Ghana, people oh, right. Ghana sure. have an incredible gift. Uh, of the stirrings of the Holy Spirit moving in them. We have all kinds of um, groupings. Uh, the Filipino community, the uh, St. Gregory Prayer Group, puts on a, a 
an incredible Life in the Spirit seminar in which there are various teachings that talk about God's love, uh, God's forgiveness, um, transformation. What does it mean when you say, Holy Spirit, come take over? It means your life will be transformed. And there, you're part of, you're in a lay ecclesial movement. So I looked that up before I was, right. um, that the USCCB, I got it here on my phone. The USCCB describes okay. them as uh, associations that have an international spread in which the Christian faithful, whether clerics, laypersons, or clerics and laypersons together, strive in common in a common endeavor to foster a more perfect life, to promote public worship or Christian doctrine, or to exercise other works of the apostolate, such as initiatives of evangelization, piety, charity. That, and, you know, I, it's a, I don't think people, the average person in the pew knows that we have lay ecclesial movements and what they are, but they're very right. special. I mean, there's... They are. Yeah. Go ahead. They're very special. Um, you know, I am not as familiar with each movement and what their um, and what their charism is. But, uh, for example, like the neo-catechumenal way, they have a founder that is uh, a, a priest, I believe, from Italy. But their focus is the family. And so when you invite the neo-catechumenal way to an event, they pretty much fill up the church because the whole family comes. But that's their ministry. Their ministry is to the family. And all the other movements, what's different about the, the all the other movements and the charismatic renewal is Holy Spirit is our founder from the beginning of mm -hmm. Pentecost. Whereas other renewal movements, which are wrought with holiness and striving to seek a life that is in accord with the Lord, um, they all have uh, an earthly power. And you have... But they all have a different charism. And you all, um, there are prayer groups that centered around prayer groups. Then you have the Life in the Spirit seminars. There's, I mean, one of the things I think you're well known for is the praise and worship side of, of things. And, um, but how can someone get involved? And we have to take a break here in a minute, but can you real quick say sure. how people can learn more? And then we'll come back and talk about the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit and such. Well, um, they, they can go on, they can go to our website and forgive me, I don't have it off the top of my head, but um, they could go to our website and there they will get more information. And that information will include um, the, uh, the website, which is, I'm going to get there. We have uh, it up on the screen right me. now. I think it's ccr.net. Oh, yes, it's, it's ccr. Uh, uh, at at uh, chicagorenewal.org and if they go ahead and and send an email we'll get you on our mailing list and we'll let you know the different events that we have um, there the COVID really tried to take us out oh, yeah. because part, part of our gathering is um, being together and it is in that anointing that we are better able to you know experience the spirit and be fulfilled in the spirit and you know just i have to say it's like stepping to into another realm mm. i uh, you know that's what i love about praise and worship praise and worship takes the focus off you and puts it on god 
and you're giving him the glory and honor and praise do his holy name and and it's he never disappoints he always sends the spirit and there's always a gift that comes the holy spirit always brings gifts father baron says our bishop baron always brings gifts amen all right we have to take a quick break and don't go anywhere we'll yeah mm -hmm. we'll be right back thank you (laughs) thank you Join Catholic Charities on Sunday, February 5th for The Divine Affair, one of the premier wine tasting events in Chicago. Sample and purchase wines and craft beers from around the world. Attend a wine appreciation and beer tasting seminar while you enjoy gourmet hors d'oeuvres and fabulous desserts. A spectacular silent auction and raffle are included as well. All proceeds benefit Catholic Charities programs and services that have anyone in need throughout Cook and Lake Counties. Purchase your Divine Affair tickets online today at catholiccharities.net slash divine. Our thanks to Louis Glunz Wines and the Joseph Glunz family for their generous support of Divine Affair. This is year 44 for me teaching. When I started here, there were teachers here that had taught me when I was a student. Now I'm the old person. (laughs) Right now, I teach junior high math. I love when kids find what I'm teaching to be fun and they get it. They see that light bulb go off and it's a thrill. People are always amazed, what, what? You're here for 44 years? It's hard for me to believe, frankly. (laughs) I love what I do. Every summer I think, oh, I miss the classroom. Even on the weekends, I think I can't wait to get back on Monday and teach those quadratic equations. (laughs) Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artschicago.org slash schooljobs. Did you know that Catholic Charities accepts car donations? If you're ready to free up space in your garage and put a stop to all those expenses that go along with owning a car, we will gratefully accept your donation, whether the car is running or not. You choose a pickup time that is convenient for you and we will make the donation as easy as possible free of charge. You'll receive a charitable donation receipt as well. We accept all types of vehicles nationwide and you will know that your donation is made to Catholic Charities, an agency you can trust. To learn more about donating your car, call 877-786-4483. That's 877-786-4483. Thank you. Welcome back to Beyond the Headlines. This is Joyce Garriga from the Chicago Catholic. And before we get back to our guests, I just want to give a little plug for the newspaper. 
You can visit us online at chicagocatholic.com and check out the latest news in the the most recent edition of the Chicago Catholic. In this edition, we've got stories such as we've got a couple of schools that have started prayer groups um, for the students during the, the school week to kind of give them an, an extra experience with prayer. We have a, a longtime teacher and beloved teacher at Fenwick who uh, allegedly retired last year, but he's still helping out and with the math team and other things at the school. And um, we also have, I thought this was really kind of clever. The With Renew My Church, you know, we've got a lot of uh, buildings that have been, campuses that have been consolidated and such. And over in Oak Park, St. Catherine, St. Lucy, St. Giles Parish is merged. And now they're taking, um, they're utilizing the vacant rectory on the St. Catherine, St. Lucy campus to, uh, as a temporary shelter for, folks who need um, a roof over their head at night in in uh, the Oak Park, Austin, Austin community. And we have this really fun thing that we covered uh, with the Filipino community. It's the Santo Nino, Nino Festival. It's the, um, the devotion to the Holy Child Jesus, and they all dress up in red and bring their statues. And we've got for blessings, and we got some great photos of that. And you can, like I said, you can visit us at chicagocatholic.com. You can also sign up for our free newsletter which we send out a couple times a week and follow us on social media or subscribe for $30 a year. So our guest today is Loretta Freilich. We're talking about the Catholic Charismatic Renewal. Loretta is a leader both locally in the Charismatic Renewal and nationally. She's nationally, she's um, on, as a board member of Pentecost Today, which you want to explain what Pentecost Today is, Loretta? Sure. Um, Pentecost today is formerly the National Charismatic Renewal. So it is a group of 15 men and women that are leaders in the renewal in the nation. And we come together at least twice a year, but we are on working groups. So we are constantly um, looking at the state of the renewal and, you know, what's out there. Uh, it, Hawaii is like my dream come true as a bucket list destination place, but Hawaii has a renewal that is re with their programming is reaching Europe, is reaching Asia. And so they had the foresight to take the uh, COVID shutdown and get online with their programming. And they are always surprised when another nation is heard from. Here in Chicago, um, we have our renewal, which operates sort of the same way for the various prayer groups. But uh, focusing nationally, we have a great conference that is coming up in October. So I really, it's Jesus 2023. Um, there will be, it's going to be exciting. Our speakers will include um, Bishop or Cardinal Renero Cantalamesa, who is the preacher to the papal household, very interesting. I don't know if you know, but he had a conversion at a Catholic charismatic. Oh, no, I didn't know that. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Before yeah. he became preacher to the papal household. And I, I, I know you're familiar with this story. Uh, we in the renewal had him in person at one of our conferences. But um, Renero Cantalamesa is a priest and he's a, uh, I, I want to say a Capuchin friar who wears a brown robe. But anyway, he um, did not believe in the renewal. And he 
thought the renewal was a bunch of, you know, silliness. And that's generous. <laughs> so what happened was there was a lady that was very active in the renewal and there was a national charismatic event coming up in Kansas City. So she paid his ticket if you would please go. He did. He um, got to um, Kansas City and in Kansas City, he was overcome by the Holy Spirit. And I'm sure you have, if you followed his career in any way, shape or form, you know that he's transformed now for Christ in a new and powerful way. It doesn't take away from the sacrament of holy orders. It doesn't take away from what he's doing. But like the example that I use with my confirmation students, I take a glass of white milk and this is you. And with baptism, with uh, Eucharist, with reconciliation, pour in some chocolate syrup. But as you look at the glass, the, the, it's still white. The syrup is all at the bottom. Mm. But you take a spoon, the Holy Spirit, and stir it up, and now you have that glass of chocolate milk. And that's what happens to each of us as we put ourselves at the disposal of Holy Spirit as we surrender our lives to him and we say, yes, I love what you created. I am the beloved of God. Yes, it's great. I'm filled with these gifts, but come Holy Spirit and set me on fire for God and let me take these gifts forth and change the world because that's what Christ told us to do. Go, go heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead. I'm still working on the raise the dead. I haven't <laughs> cleansed any lepers, but I am praying for people and they do get better. I am invoking the Holy Spirit on people's lives, just as Jesus taught us to. And there are changes. And, you know, sometimes the change is not maybe, um, you know, suddenly I'm walking where I couldn't walk in the wheelchair before. But, you know, I know when it happened for me, I, you know, where you just, we're talking about Catholic Schools Week in your advertisement. I am the blessed product of Catholic schools. I think there's no better formation. My parents sacrificed so that I could have Catholic school education. But I remember sitting in my parish and I remember coming home from college and I just was looking at the, you know, I sitting in the church, I'm looking at the tabernacle. I'm like, is this all there is? Because this, if this is, I want a do over. I, 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 it's Father Matthias Thalen. Jesus did not die for a powerless church. So we need to get that power into our lives to bring more people into heaven with us when we go, because there is a world out there that is hungry to know Jesus, hungry to know his saving power, hungry to know his peace and his love. And, you know, who am I to say I'm not going to be able to do it? We got to get out there. And we've got to bring people to the Holy Spirit and to Jesus and to a life full of our Catholic faith. I feel like, and maybe this is just me, but I feel like yeah. we can understand, we don't understand the Holy Spirit as well as we should. That the, you know, we the idea of God as Father, the idea of Jesus as the Son is easy to, you know, wrap your your. Right mind around but and even you know we're talking about renew my church and the going on in the archdiocese and now um 
unified parishes are now in the building the new reality. And really, I mean, that's a, it's it's it takes a huge involvement of the the Holy Spirit, right? Like to activate and energize and yes. Well, I love the teaching, Joyce, that uh, the charismatic renewal teaches us, you know, through our bishops um, and our priests. But if you imagine uh, the father and the son looking at each other, the gaze is so loving, is so incredibly filled with emotion and goodness. And that is the Holy Spirit. Mm. And so... It is the gaze between the father and the son. And you now that sounds kind of odd, but I, I want you to think about a couple in love and when they see each other and when they, or when they have been, when they haven't been apart or think of that gaze, you notice a bride and a groom have one for the other when they get married. You know, that moment before the priest says, you may kiss the bride. Think of that gaze. That gaze looking lovingly into each other's eyes, and that's Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is the loving gaze between the Father and the Son. And who doesn't want to get in that? Right. You know, the gifts that, yeah, the gifts that we have with the Holy Spirit are for the church to empower us. Holy Spirit is that moment in time when, oh my gosh, I didn't think I could do that. <laughs> you know, I, I, I recently retired. And uh, from uh, a career, 25 years in the state's attorney's office, I had no idea what I was going to do. But I know I heard the Lord told me, it is time to move on. Well, here's the next deal. Don't I get offered a radio show? Oh, my gosh. Before I even had left the last job, that's Holy Spirit. Right. And every time I get right. the ink, can I do what you're doing? Holy Spirit just comes and makes it rock. And that's what we need to be doing. Amen. Okay, so Amen. we're going to um, wrap it up here. The If you want to tell us your website again, do you remember what it is? It's, okay, uh, I looked it up. I looked it up. I was trying to do the same thing discreetly while we were talking, but yeah. It's ccrcc at chicagorenewal.org. Our telephone number in the office is 708-209-1199. And if you give us a call, we'll put you on our mailing list. We've got some fun upcoming events. We have prayer and praise events coming up the second Friday night of each month at uh, the former St. Mary of Sal. It is now, um, uh, I think it's Mother Mary of the Five Wounds. Um, but it is, we'll get you there. It's a wonderful time to worship the Lord and to be in the power of the Holy Spirit in an intense way. We have a Life in the Spirit seminar coming up, and we don't want people to miss Jesus 2023. Awesome. Okay. Thank you, Loretta. She's from the Charis Catholic Charismatic Renewal, both locally and nationally. And again, just a quick plug for the newspaper, visit us online at chicagocatholic.com or subscribe for $30 a year. It supports our ministry to go out and share the good news with the wider Catholic community. And you can also sign up for our free newsletter or follow us on social media. And again, Loretta, thank you so much for being on today to share the gifts or the little discussion about the Holy Spirit. We could go on and on and on and on, I know. Oh. But um, I know. And I really want to thank you, Joyce, because when you, you your paper, 
has covered renewal events. You really capture what's happening there and the intensity of the surrender that people give their lives to the Lord. So I want to thank uh, the Chicago Catholic for its excellent reporting um, of the renewal. Thanks so much, Ryder. Okay, until next time, we'll see you all later. Have a good day. Bye.